Today's reading in the New Testament. January 4th, Matthew chapter 4, verses 12 through 25. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he left Judea and returned to Galilee. But instead of going to Nazareth, he went to Capernaum beside the Sea of Galilee in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. This fulfilled Isaiah's prophecy. In the land of Zebulun and of Naphtali, beside the sea beyond the Jordan River, in Galilee, where so many Gentiles live, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who lived in the land where death casts its shadow, a light has shined. From then on, Jesus began to preach, Turn from your sins and turn to God, because the kingdom of heaven is near. One day, as Jesus was walking along the shore beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter, and Andrew, fishing with a net, for they were commercial fishermen. Jesus called out to them, Come, be my disciples, and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and went with him. A little farther up the shore, he saw two other brothers, James and John, sitting in a boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. And he called them to come too. They immediately followed him, leaving the boat and their father behind. Jesus traveled throughout Galilee, teaching in the synagogues, preaching everywhere the good news about the kingdom, and he healed people who had every kind of sickness and disease. News about him spread far beyond the borders of Galilee, so that the sick were soon coming to be healed from as far away as Syria. And whatever their illness and pain, or if they were possessed by demons, or were epileptics, or were paralyzed, he healed them all. Large crowds followed him wherever he went. People from Galilee, the ten towns, Jerusalem, from all over Judea, and from East. We have something great within us, and to access that greatness, to draw out that greatness, we need to have courage, you know, to take that first step, to take that leap of faith. But today I want to talk about something that kind of goes with this. It's like the flip side of the coin, if you like. You see, we have this ability, this authority to step into the throne room of God, to step into heaven and literally ask God for anything. And if you don't believe me, John 14, 14 says, if you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. You see, we have this authority to move the things in our life that we feel are unmovable. These mountains, these Goliaths, we feel like David, small, but we have courage, but we still feel small. I mean, David stood against Goliath, he took up courage, and he stood right in front of Goliath, this big, big man, but he also did something else, and it's something we don't do today, and that's what I want to talk about, and that is prayer. You see, prayer is what prepares you to do God's will. David prayed, and then he took up courage, and he walked to the mountain, to this Goliath, and he made a way. God made a way for David, because David prepared himself through prayer to take on this immovable 
object. I might have said that wrong. Immovable object. Point is, God will make a way where there is no way. Where it seems like everything is impossible, He makes it possible. But He can only answer your prayers when you pray. You see, a Christian is most strongest on their knees. And you see more on your knees than you do on your feet. Prayer is the one thing that brings God to the scene. You know, if you feel like, or if you see people suffering, if you see people with illnesses, if you see people like your family, your friends, like, pray, pray. Because restor- God, when God comes to the scene, He brings restoration. He brings love. He brings kindness. Pray for the people that you care about because they pray for you. Pray for your family. Pray for your marriage. Pray because Satan's going to come and try to divide. Remember, John 10.10 says, For the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. See, the devil's scheming. As As you are listening to this right now, the devil is scheming ways in your life and in mine to try and steal or kill or destroy the things that you hold dear. Your marriage. He tries to bring division. He tries to cause arguments. He tries to make sure that nothing will ever unify them. Pray. Prayer allows you to stand with the person you love and unify before God. If you're not with the spouse and you're single, pray. Because guess what? There's still great and mighty things in your life that God still wants you to do. We all still have a purpose that we have to walk out. But we can't do that if we're not aligned to God's will. We can't do that if we are prayerless. A prayerless Christian is a defeated one. And today I'm reminding you all, take up courage. Don't live in the land of the what-ifs. Don't let fear take you there. Take the risks. Don't let fear take you to the lands of the could-have, would-have, should-haves. Take up courage. But as you take up courage, remember that mountain you're seeing, that thing that you believe is immovable, the task that you think is impossible to reach your goal or your success, pray. Because I promise you, God will make a way.